Market Soccer News For insight that excels For expert analytics You better go somewhere else Portland Betting Soccer Podcast Enjoy it now cause it probably won't last Just poop, they cover it all They'll discuss everything except football Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. All right. Welcome to episode 30 of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast, season two, episode five, as we are dubbing Three Sad Trombones. My name is Jonathan Everett, and I am coming to you pre recorded from Northeast Portland. My name is Randy. I'm coming from Northeast Portland. My name is highlighted in yellow, bright yellow in all caps, so I must have messed that up last episode. Last two episodes. (laughs) Was it two in a row? Yep. (laughs) I'm Josh, Lake Oswego. Greg and Goose Hollow. I would like to point out that we received some feedback from a listener whose name is Schmecka Schmustin, uh, and uh, and she informed us that the the content of the podcast is too long and it should not be over an hour. And then my wife agreed, <laughs> in which I told her that if she listened to at least one episode, that she was allowed to have an opinion. And um, then uh, she does not listen to the episode. Yeah, your wife needs new friends. Yeah, <laughs> but. Mecca also said that we're an hour and 10 minutes of bullshit that's not worth listening to with one or two good jokes sprinkled in. Hmm. She still listens. <laughs> sinker. Yep. Hook, line, and sinker, Becca. So, Randy, I mean, you have continually beat the drum to say that we should have episodes be under one hour. And then we always say we're going to try to do that. And then it ends up being an hour and 20 minutes. Is there a reason that you allow this to happen? Because no one can, because you can't see me. Cut, cut, cut. (laughs) I can feel it in your voice every time. (laughs) Let's just jump into this dog shit of the last couple of weeks uh, of the Portland Timbers and discuss the MLS game that nobody wanted to go see, nobody wanted to pay attention to, and it looks like Geo didn't really want to pay attention to it either. This was the first start. Of my man, Hunter Salt, is I believe how we're pronouncing it, as I'm, I'm going to say Salty, yeah. uh, and uh, and Zach McGraw. So I feel like we're already spending too, too much time on this episode. <laughs> it was, a, it was a, <laughs> on this. It was, a, it was a bunch of guys that never played together in a real game, and we lost horribly. We shouldn't have lost, probably shouldn't have lost that bad, but, you know, also, who cares? Yeah. Did you even watch it, Randy? Oh, yeah. Of course, I I watched the hell out of it. But I mean, I wasn't expecting much. And quite frankly, I didn't even really care. Because it was all I was 100% focused on CCL. And I mean, those guys had those guys literally you can't you can swap out, you know, a couple guys, right? You know, and play a system and be like, I hope, you know, some guys get injured, we'll just bring up these two new guys, and then you have a chance. But you can't just sort of have like a brand new team and then expect everything to work for them their first game of the season while the other teams are two or three games into it already yeah i just really quick because i mean uh, we're going to talk about hunter later here but 
Uh, I feel like the first two goals that he gave up were definitely not his fault in that match. Uh, you know, he's a tall, lanky kid who's going to get himself figured out. But the the first goal was an amazing counter where all of our defenders were sleeping. And uh, like that, their striker, I can't remember who scored that goal, just smoked everybody. And it's like, there's nothing you can do. And then the other one was a chip. It's like, uh, if you get one one on one with a keeper, you know nine times out of ten that's going to be a goal. Not doesn't matter who it is. But anyway, so we'll stop talking about that dog shit of a game, and we will focus on the match that we were all super excited for. And my excitement was building for this CCL match like none other. And then I watched the stupid hype video on the stupid Timber social media account, <laughs> oh my and God. it ruined my entire day. Thank Man. you, Josh, for fixing it. You're welcome. You need to get over that. So, uh, CCL leg two at Estadio Azteca. And man, what a disappointing loss, but I would say uh, a very awesome game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the first takeaway disappointing loss, but I, I don't think that we embarrassed ourselves. I thought we played pretty well. And if not for luck, a couple different ways, it could have gone completely different. I completely agree with both of you. And it was a great match to watch. I, we played well. We, the hype music was seriously the worst thing ever. It was like, <laughs> that wasn't the only video they released. You guys are focusing on it was, one video. It was the, the video they released that day to get us hyped for the match. And it was like, Fucking Yanni in the background or something. Oh, dude, it was so it was so bad. I was really bummed. But it, so it's more like Jack Johnson, wasn't it? That's even no. worse. Oh, yeah, it, it was worse than Jack Johnson. Nothing it says was... a bunch of like soccer fans or football fans like Jack Johnson. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just pictured Jack Johnson in like Hawaiian like you know hippie crummy shorts, and he's like, I love football, man. I love it. The beautiful game. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to write a song about it. But yeah, the, I mean, we looked formidable. It was an amazing showing from the Timbers. And uh, under any other circumstances, I think that game could have been 4-3 us. It could have been 2-1. Like it, we, we did not look out of place. And again, this is, uh, I think, a note that Greg has put down here. But keeping in mind that we're playing against like the, you know, the Yankees of this hemisphere uh, and uh, the, the, the players they have, the contracts they have, it's they're not limited in terms of salary cap. And and we absolutely are. And so it's, you know, a triple A team versus a, you know, a, a major league team in terms of the ability to sign players and, and talent and no crazy free agency restrictions or, you know, designated players, Tam, Gam and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and we still look the part like that, I think, could put us on a map. And I now am really going to be hyper focused on us requalifying for the next go round because what's their salary cap compared to ours? They don't have one. They don't, I mean, they well, what's one. their salary compared to ours? Oh, their overall salary. Uh, you want an actual journalistic uh, uh, integrity and uh, credibility. I'm on the wrong here. podcast. <laughs> yeah. keep, keep talking, you, Jonathan. I'll look it up. Yeah, you should email morisonicpod at gmail.com, <laughs> and you can find out uh, what uh, Club America's uh, roster is. But, I mean, like, their defenders are all million-dollar players. 
So uh, it was, uh, I remember hearing that on the broadcast where it was like being outmatched in terms of ability to sign talent. And uh, I think we've done a remarkably good job. I think we probably have to talk about Claudio Bravo um, <laughs> and my unfortunate, uh, clearly very incorrect prediction of player of the year uh, for the Timbers. Uh, he did so good against uh, yeah. Marathon. I will eat that dog shit sandwich all season. I'm fine with that. I, I wanted to believe it's like when I bought the Roberto Soldado Jersey, when he got signed by Spurs and it was just a comedy show and I would still wear it to the bar and get laughed at each time. So, hmm. uh, but hey, I really uh, thought he was going to do, what do you got? Uh, Club America, 76.78 million a year. Yep. Jesus Christ. Wow. Where do they well, think that's they, not that bad? How do those guys make that? Where does their income come from? Match day sales or like yeah. the 500, the 15 different sponsors on the jerseys? Yes. Combination of, of both and yeah. uh, drug money, uh, corporate, um. Um, <laughs> corporate sponsorships. I mean, Corona yeah. jersey sales, half the stadium, like the seats spell out Corona. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you got to think someone like what was Paul Pogba's new um, contract? 400,000 pounds a week. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's before his sponsors. Yeah, that's insanity. <laughs> but I yeah, guess they, so I... they could change the seats in the Duracell deck to spell out uh, Decana Ford or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, Greg, what is our, uh, what is a timber salary for oh, this year? Jesus Christ. All right, I'll look that up too. That's Continue. Okay. Bucks. Uh, we, I thought we were going to have a, like a shock buzzer hooked up to any time somebody said, okay, let's look that up while we were recording. Nah. Cita- citation needed. <laughs> yeah. Where are we getting this shock buzzer? I'm down. Yeah. yeah. It'll be like that first episode of The Simpsons with everybody shocking each other constantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Timbers, Timbers combined for 11.8 million. Jesus, man. So, so I mean, like, we, we were, I mean, out, we weren't outclassed, but you could definitely, I don't know. We could, we were, we were hanging in there. We were competing. Yeah, we were completely competing. It could have gone differently. That's one of those. Play this series ten times, we'll win three or four of them. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that that was, uh, and we can talk about the the hilarious penalties in that match. Jeez, oh, uh, that so... neither of them were penalties. I okay, really so don't understand. How I don't they think did the one that we. Back. Yeah, I don't think the one that got called against Bravo was a, was that should have been a penalty, but the one that we got was just how did that not get overturned that's insane that that's that was nuts because the ref knew he fucked up on one side of the field so it was a makeup call i know but that was the worst worst makeup call ever (laughs) it's so bad (laughs) that was like touch him of of all the club america fans that were saying we paid off the refs in the last match the previous match they (laughs) i I was just watching i'm imagining those guys watching that on tv just staining and soiling their 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 kits while they watch that <laughs> yeah. so yeah well, so really crash and burn should have been like a 2-0 game then we came out firing in the second half we looked good i uh i respect the timbers organization for treating Concacaf champions league seriously yes it's like one of those tournaments where it always would get deprioritized but again uh 
uh, Colorado, my my poor whipping child. Uh, I would much rather watch the Timbers lose three to one to Club America in Estadio Azteca than win five to nothing in Colorado. Definitely, yeah. I'm right with you on that too. Yeah, how do we get back now? We're not going to make it into the U.S. Open. Oh, yeah, totally. we're yeah. Uh, we win MLS. Who? Oh. We're never we're never getting back. What? Why are we going to make it into the U.S. Open? Because they've got some kind of bizarre qualifying um, arrangement based on the first – how many first several games of the season, which – aren't we in like last place now or second to last? It was just the first three matches. We are in second to last. Oh, only, so we're probably not going to qualify. Only, we are only above Minnesota United, who have zero points out of four games. Hey, I've got a good, I've got a good uh, audio for you to, I'll send it to you, Greg, to input in this part. It's Rocky from the match. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Hey, Rocky, what about the U.S. Open Cup? More like the U.S. Closed Cup. Am I right? Oh. So we have to win MLS. We have to win the cup then, or a supporter shield. Supporter shield, which we are clearly not on path for a supporter shield. But Randy, I think it was you who posted this somewhere on the internet uh, that said to keep everything in perspective because the first, you know, five games of seasons, like we historically do not do well and we'll eventually go on a run. And I feel like if we were not playing to win CCL, then we may have done better. Uh, with our MLS schedule management. Yeah, and wasn't a few seasons ago, when, what was it, like two years ago when Seattle won, that weren't they in like last place? Yeah, until like after June like the, or something. Yeah. yeah. And then they came back and won. You know, it's the MLS is a weird structure where like that first half of the season doesn't really matter. Uh, it really doesn't. But... Because with playoffs, really, you just have to get into the bottom. You just have to get into a playoff spot. It doesn't matter like where you really lie on the table. And more yeah. pl- more teams get in the playoffs than don't. Yeah. yeah, you hear that almost part. Even after we lost, it stuck with me for a while. Like you know, a couple days after it was, I was all I was all I could think of still was the CCL, and I wasn't like you know gnashing my teeth over it, wringing my hands. I was just it was just uh, it was emotional and it was uh, meant a lot to me that we were in that tournament and that we made it that far. Yeah, no, it, it, it's the same with me. It, um, yeah, I'm still a little hurt over it, but we played, but I still love the way we played and I'm proud of what we accomplished. If, you know, really it's not that much, but we still, I'm glad, I'm proud of what we did. Yeah, yeah. we knocked out one team. We tied arguably the best team in CONCACAF at home in what was a crazy match. Club America or Cruz Azul is going to win this tournament. And uh, to to take it like that kind of game the way we did, I mean, it was good. I was very happy. You don't think Philly's got a chance to take him out? No <laughs> way in hell, dude. Shabilko. I mean, Shabilko may score another hat trick, but I, I believe that Club America will beat uh, Philly handedly, uh, and then I also believe that Cruz Azul will beat uh, Monterey, and then I think Cruz Azul will beat Club America in the final. I agree. I can't believe how poorly Columbus did in their second. Oh, oh, it was so bad, boy. But Greg, I think you bring up a very interesting point, and I'm imagining it's you who wrote out this agenda. 
but uh, you what you wrote was it's the agenda that, fairy. Yeah, the agenda fairy. You just look and there's content. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's without question that our salary cap is holding us back internationally. Is it time MLS either eliminated the cap entirely or perhaps instituted a luxury tax like Major League Baseball? Uh, and he also put the note, maybe this is too smart a topic for us, but we're fun to listen to, I think. So I think that's really funny. Uh, I think they should absolutely, uh, at this point, get rid of the concept of designated players and uh, TAM and GAM and move to a, like uh, like you said, like a luxury tax uh, on anything over, you know, a $20 million team. Just because the... And like the, in the beginning, it was they didn't want to. They, they, the reason they made any of these rules was to, uh, as a single entity, that where soccer was not a popular sport in the U.S., uh, they couldn't let it crash and burn and have just like one team full of mega superstars that uh, all the other teams would just go see that team and not their own. And so they made it fair and equitable, which makes sense. But at this point, if we're going to do anything on an international level from a club perspective. I think the, we have to be able to kill those those rules. I think we have too many rules, and I would definitely be for some simplification of those. But I think it's too early to jettison that entirely. We still, we're still, you know, the, the pyramid scheme hasn't reached its final endpoint yet. We're still adding <laughs> teams, and we need to be careful and before we start just allowing the LAFCs and yeah. NYFCs. There's a lot of money behind a few of these clubs that. They could just become something huge, even with a luxury tax. It's not going to even matter. Yeah. And then it that just ruins all hope that we're ever going to have going forward. Who well, like well, when Farrell say, just needs to make like Step Brothers two or whatever and donate yeah, the profits. I know. Right? <laughs> so when you say we, do you mean like we as Timbers fans or we as not huge market teams? We as, we a as yeah, like not huge market mid table teams that eventually you know like once in a while go up and win if you want to compete i mean like again i i just don't well the 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 league has to maintain itself it has to has to become viable still you know the, the the league is the overall most important thing it's not whether or not mls teams are competing internationally how well they do Right, but if more people, yeah, if we start, if we get rid of a salary cap, more the owners will be investing more, which will then make the ticket prices go up. Some owners will, yeah. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I I agree with what Josh is saying, and like, and if some owners choose not to do it, then their investment's gonna suck. Like, right, but it's gonna translate to us, like the just the fans. When you have to pay, like, would you be paying a hundred all? Oh, you do, but like. <laughs> would, you, would you pay a hundred dollars a ticket? Yeah, to sit in TA. No, not ninety percent of the people wouldn't. No, but I think they would keep TA the same. The idea is that supporter sections are for the for the no, every see. every person, and then anywhere else in the stadium, they can do whatever they want. I think they gambled really incorrectly on the Tanner Ridge section in terms of the pricing, where it's more expensive than Key Bank. Key Bank is infinitely better than Tanner Ridge, but. I have no problem paying more money. Like if you think about Timbers, uh, the you have actual... no problem. Yeah, you I know. are not us. 
Yeah, but hold on. Let me let me finish my actual point. The Timbers are already one of the more expensive MLS tickets in MLS. So we are already... Citation needed. Uh, so <laughs> experience from being a season ticket holder from New York, New Jersey, Metro Stars, San Jose Earthquakes, and Seattle... The average ticket price for uh, the Timbers uh, for like general seating, like in a decent spot is infinitely higher. So in San Jose, I had on field seats. That's like 10 uh, years ago, though. Uh, th- so there it wasn't. I guess it was like 10 years ago. <laughs> um, shit, I just had to double check my time. But even still, uh, KeyBank Club has not gone up that much since I've been here. And KeyBank Club was like 40% more than what I paid for on field at in San Jose. You know and that by a- definition, a ticket price can't be infinitely higher because then yeah. there's no price, right? Oh, each if you start shit, talking man. about math, we're going to have to start talking about the tangent that we're on <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, we are on a tangent. Why didn't you keep us on track, Randy? This is your fault. I just did. No, you didn't. You had you started it. You started talking about it and you had opinions. This is your mm. fault. All right. I would love to see a luxury tax. My issue with forced parity is that it does nothing to incentivize teams to make a splash. And if they did, besides having better play on the field, that would lead to bigger TV contracts, better TV contracts. Uh, It would lead to better attendance, which is what's really going to make the league viable. Not darn Garber selling three franchises a year. More expensive pr- ticket prices aren't isn't going to make the league viable right now. I didn't say more expensive ticket prices. I look but at all spending more money on players. We can already afford it. That was my whole fucking point. We're sold out every game. Twenty six thousand. Look outside of Portland. How many teams can't even fill their stadiums? Yeah, and also let's let's acknowledge the elephant in the room. We're not really sold Chicharito. out every game. Chicharito. <laughs> no matter what game, I mean, you can look into a into a. Timber Stadium and find empty seats almost every game. Not a yeah. lot, but they're there. We're not. You know, the I know ticket, the attendance Randy, magically is, is the like same. S- splitting uh, a butt hair, man. Like that is. Uh, if you can pick out 150 empty seats, the point is the tickets are sold. Yeah. Um, so if someone's not there, or if someone buys them to try to resell them and they can't because they try to gouge people and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, so, OK, so even if you could find a thousand seats that are empty, that's like the for the Timbers, um, it won't make a difference because the sport is big enough. But if you're in again, like it's so weird, I would assume that FC Dallas would be able to sell out their stadium uh, again. There's no big stars like no one wants to go play. There's just all like, the the forced parity, I think, is over. It should be over for the league for where we're at right now. Agreed. Disagree. Well, what about adding a DP player? To everyone or so, like you know, starting DP. somewhere else. Yeah, just start somewhere and then see how that evolves before you get into a better system. That's a sensible thought out offer, Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan. What's your name? Steve. <laughs> That's a sensible thought, Joshua. What have you done to Josh? A sensible thought. All right, Josh. Uh, so are you going to text Don Garber or should I? Um, you probably have his number. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah, we're gonna hang out. Me, him, and Bill Gates. He's doing really well right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
So uh, I, I agree, Greg. That was a very good topic. And uh, I, I wonder what will happen if they ever do make that joint mega league with Liga Emeki. They're going to have to remove the concept of a oh, salary God. cap. Like it won't exist. It's the dumbest thing ever. It's going to happen. Eat it's shit. Gonna never going to happen. Never going to happen. It's It'll happen, happen just like the Super League. Yeah. It's going to happen. Um, so. I mean, again, hearts crushed. Bye-bye, CCL. I hope we get to see you again. Uh, I will be rooting for Philadelphia, but I will be accepting the inevitable win by Cruz Azul. Yeah. It's not going to happen because there's no New England team playing some, like, lower Mexican team. Like, I mean, like, South Mexico. That's like a 10-hour flight. Bro, You know, that's it'll never happen because of that. You're you're backtracking to talk about the Liga MX, yeah, yeah, Super League. <laughs> it can happen, dude, and it like we're going east. Tangent alert! Tangent alert! <laughs> <laughs> we are going east once this year to play Philly, right? Once, so they figured it out. They'll make it work. It's all about money. Follow the money. I'm not even being an asshole. That's true. Hmm. Yep, CCL. Sure was fun. I hope we get back into it soon. Can you imagine how different that series might have gone if uh, Blanco had been there for it? Gio wasn't our coach? No. <laughs> if Blanco was there, although I have to imagine he would have replaced Espria and we wouldn't have seen some of the magic that Espria gave us. But it's interesting <laughs> to think about. Yeah, he was there. I don't know why he didn't play. Blanco would bite someone's arm off. He's such a rabid... <laughs> rabid player so i how about I wish that, that would have been different yeah how about that time in uh the the second game where valeri looked like he just got tired of waiting for everybody and he and he managed to weave his way through 10 different guys and then he got all the way to the box and then just sort of no one was there to support him and he kind of fizzled out but that looked yeah. like it was really going to turn into something yeah well, I think uh, it's also amazing to think about it, too, with uh, Blanco and Nisgoda both out. So two of our three non-salary cap players aren't even able to play. So, But let's just keep this lost train moving right along and talk <laughs> to our neighbors in the north and the Seattle Sounders. And I was so excited because my parents, uh, their flight changed and they were able to make it in time. And then my dad said he would go to the game. And I was like, sweet, it's going to be a rivalry match. I can't wait. Um, I'll get us tickets. And then we fucking lose. I was um, I didn't know what to expect. I, I didn't know if they were going to play the, the front line, but I, I guess I should have been able to guess that we played the first team. And I was kind of prepared for it to go very, very poorly. But it didn't. No, and again, like it's another game where the the first half we looked amazing, and we just can't finish. I feel like our team, with all these exciting plays that happen, we're if we don't score in the first thirty to twenty to thirty minutes, it's like that's how the rest of the game's going to go. Is we're going to be like almost scoring? Or I never thought about that until you said that, and I was like, damn it, you're right. It's so true. I had this as a note for a later question, but since Jonathan kind of alluded to it, I'm just going to jump in with it. We don't have a ruthless, bloodthirsty, goal-hungry murderer up top. Like Samuel Armenteros, you mean? Or Brian Fernandez. Like, we don't have a Zlatan, we don't have a Joseph Martinez, or even a Rui Diaz. Like, somebody who yeah. just 
floats in and around the 18 and is always like, give me the ball, give me the ball. I have to score a hat trick every single game. We don't have that. Was that what you were well, saying at the game? Who said that at the game? I did. Is that you? Yeah. That that's was sort of a, Blanco. So smart. I mean, that's sort of Blanco. Yeah, but Blanco is also not playing right now. Yeah. Um, and Nisgoda is a kind of a poachy guy like, like Rui Diaz often is. But yeah, so like how many games have we cycled the ball around the box three, four, five, six times, but just oh, nobody, was, geez, nobody can man. finish. That was, that was kind of sad at the 70th minute or so in at club America, where we just started doing that and everyone was all worn out and you're like, Oh, these guys are yeah. done. They're taking a yeah. million passes, looking for the perfect chance Not instead going of, forward. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just taking a half chance and making some magic happen, uh, except Luria tried that a couple times against Seattle. I really like Marvin Luria. Um, so, but that's Marvin Luria will rip shots from anywhere. If he can <laughs> see a goal like four thousand feet away in the squint of an eye, he will take a rip and see what happens. And that's what I was. Uh, I say it every time. It's like I sometimes it sucks because he takes shots he shouldn't, but at least he's shooting. Where it's like everyone's trying for that last little bit of quality of a pass to try to do something and. I'm like, I'd rather you rip it and make, um, you know, uh, I cannot believe I'm blanking, uh, um, Stefan Fry, rip it, make him make a save, and hopefully he doesn't hold on to it and you get a rebound and, you know, someone can poke it in. And it just, it's so frustrating because we deserve to win that match. We played way better than Seattle and we just end up losing. And it's like <laughs> Diego Valeri, seriously? Two penalties in a row. Oh yeah, oh, I think God. someone else. I mean, he's got to be emotionally a wreck right now. With still, somebody mentioned. I think it was Guzman said he probably should have still been at home mourning the loss of his dad instead of playing these matches. He'll bounce I, back. Yeah, I mean, it just like uh, I, ugh, I don't know, man. I. Again, I love Diego Valeri. I don't mean to, to, to talk bad on someone going through a tough time, especially with home life, but uh, it's just like two penalties in a row. And uh, he's, he's good two, for that. Well, not every once gassed. in a while, but not like missing two in a row comes up all the time. But he misses a penalty every now and then. I saw screen captures that showed um, Nuhu Ooh. encroaching both times on that. Yep. And. Um, he still should have made those, though. He still should have made at least one of those PKs. Nuhu encroaching was far more egregious than Fry yeah. coming off his line. Yeah. Well, I mean, but they're both clear and obvious things. I don't understand how that didn't. I mean, I guess the guy wasn't looking for Nuhu encroaching. He was only looking for one thing. Well, Penso's not exactly a quality referee. I was yelling, Penso, you suck, Penso. And uh, somebody in front of me was like, you suck toes. They were like, they did not understand. <laughs> they were like, they had a serious moment. They're like, Oh, what, what they wanted to ask. And I was like, no, no, Chris Penso, the referee. You suck, Chris Penso. <laughs> I got a really good photo of him uh, coming over to review something on VAR and uh, the VAR screen for that match was directly in front of us. So it was kind of fun, but Greg, there was another thing that you pointed out. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, was it about all or nothing? Ah, uh, I am blanking. Keep Valer- going. You know, um, Diego Char was kind of tr- filling your that role of sh- taking all these crazy shots for a while. Or was that the CA game that he was doing that in? 
Club America. He took a couple from outside the box. Jonathan, maybe it was if I if it's what I said at your party, it's uh, you know, that Amazon Prime show All or Nothing about Tottenham and Josie Josie Mourinho walks in and when he takes over the team and he says, you guys are way too nice and you need to be cunts. <laughs> yeah, he did say that. I do remember that. And it's so true. That's kind of what I see about these Timbers. Besides Diego Chara, we don't really have anybody that the rest of the league can universally hate. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Williamson is known to put in a good, tough challenge. Williamson is a glorious human being. Uh, and I love him. Yeah. We Blanco would do that too. Yeah, Blanco, who again is not playing. Um, yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like we're banking like our like so Blanco is what thirty three or thirty four. Thirty three yeah. sounds right. Uh, so we're I mean we're getting close to the end of his yeah, ability right. to be we're, impactful as fun. a designated player. You know what I'm getting tired of is on f- sorted social media Timbers related discussions. It, is what age shaming? Yeah, age. No, shaming. I'm just tired of. Just... We should have got rid of this guy, or this guy needs to go. Geo out. Hunter out, everybody out. Oh God, it's the worst. It is the worst. It's we're we're four games. This is we've played four. How many times have we even played? I can't even remember. Including four. CCL, yeah, four, uh, no. four, five, eight, including CCL. This is not our worst start. We've had two seasons at least worse in the last five years. Um, it's fine. We're going to recover from it. I am not. I was an Audi out and I was a quarter out. Yeah, I'm I was not, an Audi out. I don't, I don't, I'm still confused about Geo, but I'm, I still like him. I'm not going to say anyone should leave, but um, yeah, Hunter, dude, he's a kid still. Let him, he's still so green. You yeah. know, like even after the season, he'll still be green. I feel like he's, he's, let him figure it out. Probably not the best keeper right now, but that's, I mean, I'm not, mad about it you know what i mean he's like a high school kid yeah. right it's like so that's the thing um there he's people, gonna get better hopefully yeah they people obviously writing. see something in him and he's done you know he's still here yeah he got Give signed to an mls contract for this year from t2 they saw enough to say the kid has it uh he again like keeping it in perspective he was like the fourth depth piece on you know with clark uh uh Ivicic, uh, Atanella, and then Salty or Salt. Um, he's now thrust into big games. Uh, well, not even big, uh, like Seattle's big, but the Dallas one was just, uh, you know, here you go. You get a shot, man. We're going to try to keep Atanella, you know, clear and healthy for a, a big match. And also play with these guys that have never played on the first team together before. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a competitive match. And then to come in for an injury on Atanella, which, by the way, I mean, watching him try to get up three times oh, to continue man. to chase that ball. Oh, that was, was right in front of us. It was so sad. Awful. Poor Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. I couldn't tell what happened, but it it looked like he just, when he kicked the ball, it looked like he threw his completely, like threw his leg completely out of the socket or something. Yeah, like he popped his hip out. Because remember, like he tried to turn around and couldn't do it. Like just any, any movement of his leg was just like killing him. Yeah. Man, that is, that is rough. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming that means uh, that we're going to be seeing Hunter in the sticks as our starter for at least the next few matches. If you, you think oh, they're going to they'll pull in another pool keeper for us? Do you think that uh, the pool keeper gets a start, or do you think Hunter gets the start? 
I think Hunter, Hunter gets the start. Uh, and then out. who is going to be the backup keeper? That's well, what I mean, we're we'll, get, about. we'll, we'll we get a pool keeper. Someone else. Yeah. MLS has a pool of keepers. I don't know what they're called. Pool keepers. I don't know. But they are, you are serious? Like, yeah. Pool boys. Pool boys. Yeah. Yeah. That you, you don't have that. I don't even think they count against your salary cap or anything. They're just there for situations like this. Jesus. And so we'll get one of those guys who will sit on our bench. Jonathan, you I predicted am. Hunter would be our number one keeper this season. <laughs> it's happening. It's <laughs> all happening. Um, Somebody I just think, go ahead. Well, as long as Steve has a fake injury still, then um, I guess yeah, he's still on his mission for Christ. I think he's uh, on his way to no. Um, so with Hunter, I, I think what's going to happen is he's going to have a really excellent game uh, for his next first start because he's going to have a full starting lineup in front of him uh, and he's going to get the jitters out. I mean, imagine like being a kid and having to sub in for a match against Seattle. Uh, yeah. I can't even imagine like for your first appearance at home in Providence Park as a member of the Timber is like, yeah, man, like give the kid a break. He's going to be the future of the club. No question in terms of starting keeper. And then well, someone did post Adam Quarese is currently without a club. Hmm. That's bad. So for maybe him. they could sign him for a, a backup spot for now. I got no beef with Adam. I don't know how he's done recently, but uh, he's without a club. So I don't know what that means, but Quarese saves you hosers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but well, that'd be uh, good. Cause I still have that scarf. Oh, there you go. Holy shit. Here it is. List of MLS pool goalkeepers. MLS has a set of emergency goalkeepers who are assigned to a contract with the league and are loaned to teams during emergencies in which they are missing a goalkeeper due to injuries or suspensions. That's what I said. The pool goalkeeper (laughs) trains with an MLS club or an affiliated team when not assigned to a team. Some pool goalkeepers, including Tim Melia, have gone on to be signed a permanent contract with their assigned teams. Hey, you want to talk about something? I think there's been at least two goalkeepers who have been dropped because of domestic abuse Whoa, um, really? allegations. I think Jesse Gonzalez was one of them. Is that the guy's name? Oh. And um, young, promising keepers that screwed the pooch by being a holes, and and uh, we, we don't hear about them anymore because they don't have, they don't have contracts. That's right. I forgot about that. I never knew about that. Yeah, it's a thing that happened. I'm not going to lie like Jonathan. <laughs> I didn't lie. I remember the story. It's just what, yeah, yeah it's buried. I forgot yeah. you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. RNA. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, I mean... I'm big on Hunter. I think it's going to be fun. And I hope the stupid internet trolls get over it really quick. And again, like I'm, I'm not afraid of some internet bullying, but Jesus Christ, Hunter is a 19 year old kid trying, like get the fuck back for just a minute. If Yeah. If the trolls are against him, I say we go 1 million percent on board with Hunter just yeah. to fuck with them. No, I'm getting a salty jersey tomorrow. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> fully do that. Um, yeah, troll the trolls. Uh, yeah. So, but it's a good point, though, in general, with a number of injuries. Like, so uh, the first three keepers are out with injury. We have a DP striker out, a DP winger out, a 
um, uh, Mobby Allah went out on the last match with an injury. Um, Bill Tuiloma, like, man. Holy shit, Bill Tuiloma. Man, in the, up in the stands, kick. he's going on to, to do that free kick, and I'm and I'm standing there talking to the people that were with and Mark Prince Metal, hey. And uh, I said, Tuiloma's not fooling anybody standing over that ball. He's not fooling anybody. Everybody knows he's not going to take it. And man, was I ever wrong in, in the most spectacular way, dude! Goal and of the it, season already. It, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that was like uh, that was real soccer player quality. That was New think, Zealand international player quality. Yeah. All Blacks. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be so rad to New see. New Zealand not Blacks. exactly known for their soccer teams, but yeah, I love yeah. Bill. I'm glad to see him on the team. Um, doing well, and even if he hadn't made that kick, I'd, see, I'd I think he like got him. too thin to be a defender, and now he can move up. He's trying to move up to striker. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's such a utility player; can play anywhere, like the yep. backs um, and uh, midfield, whether it be defensive or attacking. And that kind of free kick was just glorious. And what I loved was his hustle. Was like he didn't try to run around and celebrate and do like like glory cartwheels. He was right. just like like You're, wrap this shit up. Let's go. We got time. Let's. We're down. Yeah. Yeah, I was like had to do what had to be done. That was great seeing him lift a log though. Ah, oh, yeah. so cool. But yeah, so we're in uh, we're in a little bit of dire straits uh, with uh, with our keepers and defenders. I would say at this Guess, point, um, and two DPS. Guess how much I'm still in the CCL mode? How much? I, I don't even know who our next game is against. Oh, it's shit. San Jose. Oh, is it, uh, is is it, it home, or, home or is it away? Away. It's away at the new PayPal Park. <laughs> With the oh, world's largest bar. Yeah. Um, I know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, when I say I don't care that we lost this last match, it's, you know, I don't like to lose any match, but I, I, I don't care that we lost this match after the, the couple of weeks we had with all the CCL stuff and all the traveling, yeah. international travel three days before. But it also um, didn't feel like a Derby match. It didn't feel like our well, usual Seattle match. I don't, I don't know about that, but. Um, really? I thought I, it did. I, well, it, oh. I mean, part of that's reduced capacity, but um, yeah, but they had no fans there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a couple randos walking was, around the stadium. Yeah, but it, like we didn't, we you just didn't have that vibe to to even like bounce the energy yeah. off you the other. Go fans to uh, you want to bounce some energy off? You can spend. I do. Spend an hour on uh, Cascadia <laughs> Trifecta. It'll it'll make you very oh, cheerful. Jesus I've been kicked Christ. off that. Remember. <laughs> It's been uh, it's been quality um, the last two weeks. The and by of quality, I mean diarrhea. Uninformed, like just like the. I mean, it used to be you kind of knew everybody on the group, and everyone sort of had knowledge of soccer. But there's just a, there's a what it is is there's a shit ton of very recent Seattle um, fans on there, um, that are just idiots, just uh-huh. complete idiots. And there's still no Whitecaps fans on there, barely. Well, I don't think they even have internet in Canada anymore. <laughs> what, Canada did, their, did that pipeline get, get shut down by a ransomware also, too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I love, I have friends in Jersey who are freaking out right now and going to buy all the gas they can. I was like, cool, make it a problem. 
uh, do what you can, <laughs> like do what you're doing. Um, <laughs> but so uh, I, I think as Randy was saying earlier, we're not panicked. Uh, this is uh, not a terrible start to the season, given our circumstances and what we were focusing on with CCL. So I think everyone should just calm down. I think everyone should give Hunter a break and I think we should uh, continue on and get ready to crush the San Jose earthquakes this yeah. weekend. And if you have a problem with it, send us an email or call us and leave a message. Ooh, that'd be nice. Hey, speaking of messages, let's give a shout out to someone who gave us a shout out. Who? More Sonic? Yeah. I thought that was John. Those guys. Oh, yeah, yes, thanks for uh... the shout out. Um, this was where this was where I was going to officially disassociate myself with our own Twitter account, um, but um, they, uh, I guess they do like us. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, it shit was funny, dude. Um, I would have liked to have a, like a picture or video response, but I'll take what I can. Uh, maybe a shirtless video response would be well yeah obviously um no that was fun i i really love listening to morrisonic it is a very informative podcast and uh they do it is an informative podcast i enjoy listening to real uh analysis (laughs) thank you morrisonic yeah morrisonic is not as good as being assholes like we are they're good at a good podcast (laughs) <laughs> um, but, but we yeah. still fight you yeah we're gonna yeah I think we have to challenge them to a definitely a rap battle I don't know why I'm hung up on rap battles right now but I will wear a Wu-Tang shirt <laughs> and I will drop some some rhymes at them but yeah no I totally would like awesome. to start maybe a breakdance contest Ooh, can you breakdance yes oh shit I can't I'm like the like I look like the f- most fattest <laughs> awkward human being ever I bet you Corey Rusinovich can breakdance too I have video of him breakdancing. We, we could I sign him. on Corey being on our team. Yeah. yeah. Let's <laughs> sign him. He's our DP. Somebody ink that deal. I'm going to try <laughs> something fun. If you found us because uh, you listened to that episode of Morrisonic where they gave us a shout out, give us a tweet or an email or something. And just let us know. Say hi. Um, hi. <laughs> I, I only found this podcast because I listened to Morrisonic. <laughs> uh, that's accurate. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but no, cool. We love you guys. You really are um, the gold standard of what informs us. So uh, please keep doing it. I'm glad you guys have agreed to keep doing it. And we will continue. They're laying it on a little thick, man. To, to yeah. reference you. I'm going to keep going. I want to make it weird. Oh. <laughs> we're like a, <laughs> hey, we're at, uh, we're at 50 minutes. Now's a good time to stop, or are we? Uh, no, we're going to do um, a quick plug for uh, Greg. You should talk about this. PDXFC will be starting their season on June 4th against Lane United in Eugene. If you remember our episode with founder Luke Babson uh, from maybe, was that 13 episodes ago now? Yeah. Uh, uh if you remember that if you became a supporter owner of the club and you want to get involved in the supporter group visit black arts union on facebook or at bhupx on twitter and see how you can help out and attend matches and be a part of that and i think luke said he wanted to come on again at some point this summer nice uh so that's one of our more higher rated uh episodes i think 
most listened to episodes. Not, I will be not, starting a Black Hearts Union After Dark page. <laughs> if <laughs> anyone wants to join yeah, that, uh, I do. I will bring, and we will all be bringing the sexy. Um, <laughs> I, I, have an, I have important uh, EPL related news. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Play, okay, wait, wait. Right there, play the Burnley theme music or their their win music. They have win music? Do they? Everyone does. No, they yeah. generally, because they don't generally win. Hey, <laughs> come on it's now. Just, it's just one guy. Burnley, Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one, it's that one guy in the airplane with the White Lives Matter banner trailing behind them. <laughs> I think that, that's where I'll put in Soccer Rocker. Look at me, happy as me. <laughs> so Jonathan made a bet with me. I don't know if was that on the air on our pod so. or not, but uh, um, that he he bet that uh, Burnley was going to get relegated this year, and uh, we are safe. We are safe. Never mind that when we three matches left to play in the season, we were in seventeenth place, playing against the eighteenth place team, and and beating them finally mathematically made us safe. So now we're like fourteenth or something like that. The mighty Burnley, the mighty mighty Clarets. Go to uh, visit uh, PDX Clarets on Facebook if you want to revel in our in the in the glory that is Burnley. Yeah. And who's in that group? Randy, me, and Eli, Eli, and one other person. <laughs> Russian bots. Yeah. <laughs> and Kate Brown. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well get it on the ground floor, man. Yeah. Well, no, Greg, I just want to commend you. I think you're doing great stuff with Black Arts Union. I think it's fun. And I am looking forward to the first home match. And when they score a goal, we're gonna freak that stadium out because it's gonna be hilarious. All right. Um, Where can they find us? I don't know. Oh, me? Well, you can email us at portlandvanity at (laughs) gmail.com. You can leave a voicemail at 503-583-4235. We're on Facebook, Portland Vanity. We're on Twitter, PDX Vanity Soccer. We're on Instagram, Portland Vanity. Um... We're starting to be a little more active on Twitter and Instagram, so feel free to yeah, Greg's are. address and um, yeah, farmersonly.com. Like we're on that. Farmers, yeah. <laughs> Christians mingle like uh, we're on. Um, we're a big meet.com. Yeah, big religious podcast here. Um, we do it for Jesus. Stevis. Right. Stevis. Stevis. Um, Closing music. 
Yeah, so the closing music, I chose this song. Uh, I think it's very fun. And if anyone remembers the Suicide Machines, they did a lovely cover of I Don't Want to Hear by Minor Threat. And that is what I've chosen to to send you off with. See you guys. Cool. cool. Have fun in the Maldives, Jonathan. I will. I'll send you guys nudes. How long are you gone for? Leave tomorrow. Get home on Sunday the 23rd at night. You're not coming back. It's, there's going to be so much infection over there that you're going to be stuck there for like six months. If I get stuck in the Maldives for six months, that will not be a problem. That's true. But it, it, yeah, you can eat all that pizza or vegetarian, oh, whatever. The, aren't those your two options? Yeah, I felt like such dog shit this morning. Uh, oh my after God, me too. Dieting for two straight months and then eating pizza, donuts, and I drank so many beers. Oh, that- see, I didn't eat any donuts but i did eat two pieces of pizza and like a whole thing of ranch uh, yeah. I, I totally spaced on your thing um sorry it's okay randy no one was offended except for me it's just my birthday on my birthday it's not a big deal yeah my parents ironically think josh is one of the coolest people they've ever met <laughs> what um, and uh they fucking love him and uh like If they lived here, they would probably try to message Josh to hang out. Um, uh, (laughs) They think you're amazing. So, (laughs) What apps did they tell you to download? I downloaded some Marine app. Hold on, I'll tell you. Um, It's good. It keeps track of all the boats, so I know where all the boats are. Yeah. What is that one? What's that one called? (laughs) Boats and Hose? Boats and Hose. No, it's called... um, never heard Randy that excited before. That's a... a, uh, Jake Bland turned me on to that. It's awesome. It's called um, Marine Traffic. There's a website, too. You can you can look up any you anytime you see a a, a ship or whatever, and you just poke punch in the name and it tells you where it came from where, where the oh, you don't even do is. that on yeah on this one it's just like you wherever your area is you click on it and it shows the tracking of all the ships uh, right, yeah you nearby ships it. and you and you can yeah. poke it and, and then the other one i got was um it's a plane tracker tells you where just, they're going yeah no you just like hold the app up to the sky and look at the plane and it tells you what the name of the plane is oh wow yeah that See, sounds Randy's like something 14-year-old me would have been all over. Yeah, that's a, or a senior citizen Jonathan's parents. Uh, they, didn't have, they didn't even have, like, black and white TV back when you were a kid. <laughs> but, well, they yeah. did. It was just five. The screens were five inches across. <laughs> and 15 inches deep. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Well, thank you, uh, right. Josh. They loved it. But I know we got to wrap up because now we're at 56 minutes. That was all good. Right, I, I, like the, I like the run and gun. Is there an ad for what? I don't know. We usually uh, this did. episode you of did Portland did Vanity Soccer Podcast is brought to you by Tums because I have heartburn today from treating my body like a rental car. I ran out of toilet time. paper. Oh, <laughs> like I had a like I ran out of three bathrooms toilet paper. <laughs> oh Jesus, man! It was like a fucking waterwork show coming out of this b hole. <laughs> I'm not even sitting down. I can't. I yeah. can't. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we had to make Randy mad at least once. Stop. <laughs>
have a, a sidebar going and we've been making fun of Josh all day and I think he's actually mad at us now. <laughs> sure. You leave me out of the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn. Yeah. Did you even watch it, Randy? Oh, yeah. I... Oh, my and God. And it ruined my entire day. Thank Man. you, Josh, for fixing it. You need You're to welcome. get over that. Is somebody, is someone's stomach growling or is that a dog? Oh, no dogs here. No, nope. no one's hearing that. No, maybe it's yours. Um, you're I eating mean, real food again. Oh my god, fat bastard. I felt like dog shit this morning. And Randy, why didn't you and Gretchen didn't come over last night? I, I don't even know what you're talking about. This is all bullshit. I invited every single one of you when we were at the CCL match to my backyard. Oh, God, yeah. For my birthday. And uh, um, I don't remember and... stuff like that. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm not offended then. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Josh showed up. He gave me balloons, and they were for a little girl, which was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so they're probably Margot's balloons. Um, but anyway. If not for luck, a couple different ways, it could have gone completely different. Totally. I hear it too now. Yeah, it's, it's not me, man. I'm telling you. That's weird. Oh my God, just ignore it and power through it. Okay, that... we'll power through it. Blackhearts actually... Union after dark. Blackhearts, yeah. blacker cocks. <laughs> Big <laughs> fat ones. <laughs> Get it, uh, get it, uh, yeah, get it, girl. Bah, bah, bah.